Favorites. This act contains some of my very favorite lines of all. But then, every act does. In any case, I thought I'd once again share some of my favorites among the favorites. I loved Degish's moment of redemption, and the response of Cyrano and the cadets. Throughout the play, Degish has been a man pompous, superior, lascivious, and vindictive. He has been Cyrano's foil, the man of exterior adornments that clothe a shabby soul. But when Roxanne is insistent that she will remain in the camp despite the dangers de Guiche himself has invited upon it, he resolves that he will stay too. He had told the men, you will all be so kind as to lay down your lives. So, in a gesture of uncharacteristic bravery and honor, he is laying down his own. This one noble deed from the man of hollow decorations is enough to inspire admiration from Cyrano and welcome from the cadets. But when they decide to let de Guiche in on their feast, he displays a character still more Cyrano-esque and refuses their leavings. It was Rostand's overt goal to smuggle idealism onto the French stage and into the French culture. What de Guiche learns from Cyrano the audience can learn too. Another of my favorites is the line voiced by Roxanne when Christian presses her for an explanation of why she risked death to be with him. She says, of course, that it was his letters. Then she puts the point in the most literarily emphatic of terms, saying, Do you suppose the prim Penelope had stayed at home embroidering if Ulysses wrote like you? She would have fallen like another Helen, tucked up those linen petticoats of hers, and followed him to Troy. She has, in a single stroke, placed Christian, or rather Cyrano, on a plane higher than the most venerated of heroes, and herself above the most famously devoted of wives. Ulysses may have been a great warrior and epic adventurer, but he was not also an immortal poet." Penelope may have spent years in faithful solitude, but had she received letters like Roxanne did, she too would have packed up and chased her lover down on the battlefield. Such a great line. I think it's easy to unfairly denigrate Christian, because he seems so small in stature standing next to Cyrano. But in this act, we see his virtue. Presented with the evidence of that little circle on the farewell letter, he faces the truth head-on. Realizing that Cyrano loves her, and why he did not tell her so, he removes himself as an intermediary between them, insists that he tell her, and laments the unfairness that he was cursed with a pretty face. He resolves that he wants Roxanne for himself, as he is, or not at all. And that is not, we are reminded, because he doesn't really love her. When Cyrano says, It will be you, he replies, God, I hope so. There's another line I did not sufficiently appreciate in the countless times I've read this play before. When Christian realizes the truth, he says to Cyrano, and you love her. Cyrano at first instinctively denies it, and then, seeing the futility, confesses. Christian then says he loves her more than, and Cyrano cuts him off, saying, more than that. How perfect. No ending to Christian's phrase is needed. 
However much he will say Cyrano loves her, the truth is that he loves her more than that. I compared those lines against the French, and there was some poetic license taken. In the original, Christian says, You love her like a mad person, and Cyrano answers, More. When Roxanne discovers over Christian's heart the farewell letter, she observes upon it blood and tears. Not only does the letter itself perfectly capture Cyrano and Christian's collaboration, the details of it highlight each man's role. It was born upon the body of Christian, but it was composed by Cyrano. It is stained with Christian's blood, a substance of the body, and Cyrano's tears, an effusion of the soul. And finally, my goodness, I could go on and on. I love the two lines that capture in heart-wrenching form what it is for Cyrano to watch the woman he loves unwittingly mourn his death while he still lives. What a plot situation. First, when Roxanne says, he is dead now, and Cyrano comments aside, why, so am I, for I am dead, and my love mourns for me and does not know. And later, when he cries out as he climbs the ramparts, so never fear, I have two deaths to avenge now, Christian's and my own. Perhaps these favorites help to highlight why, when asked to name her three favorite plays, novelist Ayn Rand replied, Cyrano de Bergerac, Cyrano de Bergerac, and Cyrano de Bergerac.